Good evening, Jets fans, and welcome to this Friday edition of the Barry and the Jets podcast. Barry Rogers here, and the podcast, as always, is brought to you by Blowout New York Salon by Coochie Vega. By now, you know the address, 90 Nardazi Place, Suite 106 in New Rochelle, New York. You know the website, blowoutnewyorksalon.com. You know the number to call, 646-226-9408. Check out her work on the website. You can book an appointment on the website, or you can call to book an appointment. Coochie Vega, of course, owner and operator, is the master colorist and hair cutter. And as for hair cutting, I'm talking to you guys, too, as well as you ladies, because she cuts men's and women's hair. She does color. She does extensions, balayage treatment, whatever you want. She is a a magician with hair. So go check her out. Blowoutnewyorksalon.com. Open Tuesday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. 90 Nardazi Place, Suite 106, New Rochelle, New York. Check her out and tell them Barry sent you. Experience the ultimate and tell them that Barry sent you. Okay, fans, I hope all of you have recovered from last Monday night's debacle at home against the L.A. Chargers. I mean, I'm pretty much winging it here with the show here. I don't have any notes in front of me because... I think everything about the game has been said. So I'm just going to make a few notes about the game and then move on to something else. But the offense has so many problems. So, so, so many problems. And it is much more, much more than just Zach Wilson. He's the biggest problem, of course. But it's just so much more wrong with his offense besides him. The biggest thing, of course, is what everyone has been talking about all season, and that's the offensive line. It's just terrible. It is banged up beyond belief. You have players out of position and just not getting the job done. Uh, We have no center. Connor McGovern hurt. Wes Schweitzer hurt. Remember last week, I couldn't even remember his first name. So they have a, basically, he was a practice squad center playing out there now. And Lakin Tomlinson has just been terrible ever since he's been here. So I I just don't know. They have to do something about this offensive line because it's a big reason why Zach can't do anything. It's not the reason, but it's a major reason. I mean... No quarterback, whoever it is, Aaron Rodgers, he wouldn't be able to do anything behind that offensive line. That's why we got hurt in the first place. So the offensive line has to be fixed fast, Any by any means necessary. They have to fix the offensive line fast. That's one problem. Another problem is that other than Garrett Wilson, Zach Wilson has nobody else to throw the ball to. I mean, Alan Lazard, is, has just been awful, awful this year. He has been a terrible acquisition. If he's not dropping passes, he's committing stupid penalties, and I'll get the penalties in a minute. But he's been terrible. 
again, there's just nobody else to throw the ball to. I mean, the tight ends, Conklin and Uzama. I mean, Uzama's been okay, but Conklin drops too many passes for my liking, too. So they need a tight end also. But the the wide receiver core is just Garrett Wilson, and that's basically it. I mean, they've gotten rid of everyone else. They got rid of Elijah Moore, which I was not in favor of. They got rid of Denzel Mims. Okay, you can say Mims just wasn't cutting it. But I never saw where Mims got much of a chance. They could have given him much more of a chance than they have. So they have to shore up the wide receiver position too because it is just really bad right now except for one man. And the, the running game, I mean, Brees Hall, as great as he is, he had another tough game. Dalvin Cook has, has got to go. He's been terrible. And another question that everyone has been asking all season is, why isn't Izzy Abanaconda playing? Has he even dressed for a game this season? I don't think he has. I don't know what the story is there. I, I, I have a guess, which I'll also get to, but where is he? Why isn't he playing? They drafted him. He's He looked great in the preseason. He was excellent running back in college. Why isn't he playing? I don't understand. I, I don't know. Maybe some of you out there can give me an idea why he's not playing because I have no idea. So the offense has got problems like you wouldn't believe. Defensively, we're just fine. Not perfect. We're not the 85 Bears, as some of the players were insinuating, or and in some cases, just flat out saying. But the defense has been fine. The defensive line and the linebackers. I mean, I think we have one of the best linebackers in football with Quincy Williams. His brother, Quinnen Williams, hasn't yet had the type of season that he had last year, but Jermaine Johnson has really come on this season. Bryce Huff, when he plays, has gotten the job done. I mean, Quentin Jefferson, he's another one. When he's out there, he does the job. So the defensive, the front seven is just great. And the, the defensive backs, I mean, Sauce is back. I mean, Sauce is excellent, as always. He can get a few more interceptions, but as always, he's excellent. DJ Reed is back. Whitehead, I mean, the... The um, and Michael Carter, who primarily is the nickelback, the the secondary has been fine too. The defense has just been excellent. The defense has kept us in practically every game this season, and the offense has just been letting them down so much. Uh, they're, they're putting they're putting this defense, you know, to waste. They are wasting the excellent effort that this defense is putting out week after week after week. So I, I just hope the defense can can hang in there and hold on and keep playing ex excellently and keep the Jets in these games until the offense can get their act together. But that's where we that's where we stand right now. I mean and and I mentioned the, the penalties. I said during the preseason this team has no Discipline. They keep committing these stupid, stupid penalties. I mean, how many times last Monday did Brees Hall run off a good play, even a long run or 
a, a reception, a long reception that got nullified because of a penalty that had to happen like at least three times in the game. So the penalties have got to stop. They have got to stop. I don't know. There's no discipline on this team. Robert Sala has to start getting in guys' faces and telling them to straighten up and fly right or they won't play. I I don't know. I mean, everyone says that he pretty much does that behind the scenes, but we need to see it out in the open. We need to see it during a game because this, this just can't go on, this lack of discipline, these dumb, dumb penalties. I mean, I think the time has come to stop complaining about the officiating as bad as the officiating has been, but it's time to stop complaining about that the Jets have to stop putting themselves in the position for the officials to make all these calls, the good ones as well as the bad ones. So that's that's another that's a problem right there. The the offense, offensive line in particular, the receiving room, the receivers room, and and the penalties. Those are three major major problems, which is why we're four and four I mean we're at 500 but I think we could be I think we could be a little bit better than we are so that's that's where we were at the pretty more or less the halfway point I know it's a 17 game season now instead of 16 but we're more or less the halfway at the halfway point of the season again the Jets are four and four they're not dead yet the season isn't over yet but they have so many problems that they have to iron out if if they're going to do anything this year. I mean, forget about going to the Super Bowl. That I think we all can agree that pretty much ended when Aaron Rodgers got hurt. But just to be competitive and possibly, possibly get a playoff berth. But they have way too many things to straighten out, so they better start now while the season is still alive. I mean, they're four and four. They're not dead, but if they lose this coming Sunday night again in prime time, oh brother! If they lose again this Sunday night to the Las Vegas Raiders, I'm still getting used to saying that. Then that just may be it. That may, in fact, put the Jets away for another season if they lose Sunday night. So, I'm just an impromptu report card here. Again, I'm, I'm pretty much flying blind for this one. Offensively, I'm, I'm going to give the Jets, they really deserve an F, frankly, because let's face it, in eight games this season, they've only scored eight touchdowns. They, they just cannot put the ball in the end zone. This team just does not move the ball. And when they do move the ball, when they get in the red zone, they can't put it in. They're just not getting in the end zone. So you know what? I am going to give the offense an F. A big F. That That's just not going to cut it. Individually, in, you know, separate areas of the offense, quarterback. No, uh, oh geez. That's quarterback, I'll give, I'll give Zach Wilson like a, a D minus because, I don't know, he, he managed to get to get things done against the Giants towards the bitter end and pull that game out. 
And a lot of his problems, let's face it, is the coaching, the play calling. And I'll get to coaching in a second. But a lot of his problems stem from that. I mean, I don't know what it is. They just won't take the handcuffs off this kid and just won't let him throw the ball. Now, a lot of people say that they're coaching that way because they know he can't play. But I think a lot of it is that Zach can't play because the coaches are coaching him that way. I think it's a mix of both things. So I'm giving Zach a D minus. Rushing, I'll give a um, C minus. I mean, Brees Hall has had some good games. Things have gotten a little rough for him lately. Dalvin Cook, again, is just really pulling that grade down for me. And Michael Carter hasn't done a whole lot this year either. So a C minus for the for the running back running back position. Wide receiver position. I'm going to give that a C, too. And a lot of that is the work that Garrett Wilson has done. He's just been incredible under the circumstances. So a C for the wide receivers and the offensive line, F. That's it. Period. Now, defensively, overall, I'll give the defense an A-. minus. I think that's a pretty good grade for them. They've got their issues, too, but not nearly as much as the offense. Sorry about that. Defensive line, I'm going to give them a, a B plus. B plus, maybe a maybe I'm on the I'm on the fence between B plus and A minus for the defense for the defensive line. Linebacking core, I'll give them a B plus also. Again, they have one of the best in the game, I think. Quincy Will Quincy Williams has just been awesome this year. And the secondary um, excuse me, Sauce, Gardner, and DJ Reed have missed a couple of games, yet they still held their own for those two games. So a B minus for the for the secondary. Special teams, I'm giving an A. I mean, Greg Zerline, I think he's only missed one field goal all year. He's just been incredible and Thomas Morstead, his punting has just been outstanding. Outstanding. The coverage, except for giving up the touchdown on the punt return Monday night against the Chargers, the coverage has been excellent. So the special teams on this team gets an A. Coaching, on the other hand, gets a big D minus. I'm stopping short of giving them an F because, again, we have won four games. If the record was worse, they probably would get an F. But, again, Salah has to start getting in guys' faces and do something about get this team more disciplined. He's He and Ulbrich, Jeff Ulbrich, have done wonders with the defense. But offensively, Nathaniel Hackett has just been so so bad about play calling. The play calling on this team is just terrible. Absolutely terrible. Again, I mean, I know they hired Nathaniel Hackett because they expected to have Aaron Rodgers out there, but he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers out there. He needs to change his style or something, but in any case, he's been terrible this year. Absolutely terrible. I don't know what it is that this team just cannot hire a decent offensive coordinator. They've they've done it again. 
they have done it again. Mike LaFleur was terrible, and they've replaced him, I think, with somebody even worse in Nathaniel Hackett. Now, neither one of these guys are going anywhere. Robert Sala's not going anywhere. Nathaniel Hackett, unfortunately, is not going anywhere. And I think the reason for that is because, again, they they expected to be coaching Aaron Rodgers. They're not doing that. Rodgers' season ended after four snaps. So I think the front office, Joe Douglas, I think is going to give them another year to give them a year with Aaron Rodgers and then see and then we'll see what happens. I think that I think that's the plan. They're gonna give they're gonna give them a year with Rodgers and see how they do then. Because again, we have to we have to take that into account. Rodgers isn't here when everyone thought he would be. So I think they're gonna get a year with Rodgers and then then we'll see what happens. So Neither Sala nor Hackett are going anywhere. Uh, Zach Wilson probably isn't going anywhere either until, again, Rodgers comes back. And that's where we are right now with this team. Again, we're 4-4. Four and four. The season isn't dead yet, so, you know, don't give up the ship, to coin a phrase. This coming Sunday night, Sunday night football, they're at Las Vegas to play the Raiders. And the Raiders are, <laughs> I mean, they're only four and five. They're only one game worse than the Jets, but they have so many issues. They've already fired their head coach, Josh McDaniels, and their general manager, Dave Ziegler. So they've made the moves already that they need to make. I mean, Garoppolo if he's even going to play. I'm not sure. He just has not been very good at quarterback. So they have Devontae Adams at wide receiver. That's a good thing. But again, the Raiders are in a bit of a mess right now, even though they're only four and five, just one game worse. They've won. They've lost one more game than the Jets. So again, don't give up the ship. Don't give up on our team just yet. They're not dead yet. The season is not over. They're four and four. If they can get these this myriad of problems straightened out, they still have a chance to do something. So, Sunday night football. Jets at the Las Vegas Raiders, 8-20. And keep the faith. Let's keep the faith. Don't give up yet. Let's, um, and let's just, let's do it. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. So that's it for now. Just a little impromptu podcast for this week. I will be back more than likely since it's a Sunday night game and we all have to go to work the next day. More than likely, it'll be early Monday evening that I do my post-game show after after the Jets face the Raiders. So thank you all for listening. Thank you all again for your patience with me. This has been a pretty busy week. That's why I'm just doing this now, but I didn't want to let it go. I didn't forget you all. So thank you for tuning in and we'll be back here next week after the Jets face the Raiders and 
look at that game and look at our team again and we'll see what happens. So again, keep your heads up, Jets fans. We're not dead yet. Until then, this is Barry Rogers. This has been the Barry and the Jets podcast. And as always, I am all about peace, love, and the New York Jets. And don't let anyone tell you different. See you next week.